Hi, welcome to another episode of A Man's Voice coming to you live from Hollywood, California. We got a lot to talk about on the show today. This should be a very interesting show. Um, I got two very educated brothers with me and we're going to go really in depth into some um, very important uh, topics. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm going to start with, and it's an honor to have an educator on the panel. Uh, someone who educates the youth. I always think it's great because the children are the future. So to have someone on the panel who's dedicated his life to education, it's an honor to have Mr. Rodney Curry. Rodney, introduce yourself. How you doing? Uh, my name is Rodney L. Curry, uh, educator for Compton Unified School District for 22 years. Um, I believe every student um, deserves an opportunity for the best education that the United States of America can uh, muster. Um, and I know a lot of our kids, when it comes to Compton Unified, a lot of kids are being shortchanged. And so it's time for that change. Um, we're going to talk about it. Um, and let's see if we can make some, make a difference for our students, for our young people. Sounds good. Uh, we thank you for coming. And I also have Mr. Todd Short. Todd Short, introduce yourself. I'm Todd Short from Pasadena, California, entrepreneur. And I'm just happy to be here. Okay, good. Well, let's dive right into this. There's a lot going on in the world right now, as we know, um, the big topic right now is Ukraine. So I'd be remiss if I didn't start the show talking about the carnage that's going on in Ukraine. And for those who don't follow it closely, what's going on is Russia, which is a country, a major country, a superpower, just invaded a smaller country, which is Ukraine. And the reason that is such a big deal is because it's been a the last time something like this happened, it started triggered a war, World War Two. And Russia is a superpower. They have nuclear weapons. And if they use those nuclear weapons, it'll trigger World War III. And that's not something we want to see because that would be total destruction. Um, I want to go to the panel on what's going on in Ukraine. And my question is, where do you guys think this is going? Do you think Vladimir Putin is going to continue forward and try to attack some other countries? Or you think he's going to just settle with Ukraine? And do you think America should get involved or more involved than we're in right now um, in right now? Right now, we've just put a lot of sanctions on them. We have not gotten involved militarily, meaning we haven't sent any troops because if we send troops, that would trigger, that would be the start of World War III, basically. So, Mr. Curry, since you're the guest on the show, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on what's going on in Ukraine and where do you think this is going? Well, first and foremost, um, we need to pray for the people of Ukraine. Absolutely. Um, because they have a taste of democracy. They, they want their freedom. They want to keep their freedom. But we understand that, you know, Vladimir Putin, um, he has this ideology where he wants to take Russia back to USSR, mm -hmm. Soviet Russia, uh, uh, pre-Cold War. He wants to go back to Leninism. Um, he believes that he's Vladimir Lenin. Mm -hmm. uh, and he that's his mindset. And so historically, if we look at it, it's something that happened that that really got Vladimir Putin upset, and he's been upset for many years behind it. Something that happened in 1988 when President Ray, Ronald Reagan was a president, and uh, he went and had a meeting with Pope John Paul II at that time. And Pope John Paul II met with Ronald Reagan and said, Look, you need to go tell Miguel Gorbachev to tear down that Berlin Wall. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, of course, we know what happened in 1988. Mm -hmm. The Berlin Wall, the wall came, came down. tumbling down, yes, right? It did. Yes. And so now Putin. He's still upset behind that, and he wants to go back and reunite the Soviet Union because mm -hmm. that's his mindset. So that's why he's there in Ukraine mm -hmm. to take that over. But I, I'm like what Boris Johnson, the prime minister of, of, of Britain, Great Britain, said. Mm -hmm. He said that uh, Vladimir Putin is going to end up on the wrong side of history. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's my take on it. He wants to take it back to uh, the Cold War 
this reunite the Soviet Union. Um, but I think he's going to end up on the wrong side of history. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I say that all the time that he wants to rebuild the USSR, the Soviet Union. And for those who are watching who don't understand what that means, once upon a time, Russia had taken over a bunch of countries and formed one big country called the Soviet Union, and they were a superpower. And that's the Soviet Union fell in 1991. And Vladimir Putin has been quoted as saying that's been the biggest disaster in history, having the Soviet Union fall apart. So it's in his heart to rebuild that Soviet Union. But the problem with that is a lot of those countries he used to hold are now members of NATO. And NATO is an alliance with America and 29 other countries that say if you attack one, you attack all. So I'm going to throw this one to Utah. Uh, and to, if you agree with what me and Mr. Curry are saying that he wants to rebuild the USSR, obviously he cannot without starting World War III. So what do you think, Todd? What do you think Vladimir Putin's strategy is here? Well, NATO did go back on a couple of things that uh, we said that we would do once Ukraine gave up their nuclear power, their nuclear weapons. Yes. Um, they were supposed to be a neutral country and they are not part of NATO. That's no, another not. thing. No, That's not. So this uh, thing about the no fly zone and all these other things that people keep bringing up. Well, we really can't participate because if we fly into that area, then the treaties that we instigated with or put together with Russia, uh, we would be going against that. So mm -hmm. this is why there's no air cover that we're giving to Ukraine. Now, what we can do is give Ukraine uh, the power to defend themselves. Uh, I also think that because he's been so isolated for two years, when I say he, I'm talking about uh, Vladimir Putin, he has the mindset, I'm going to go in and I'm going to attack these people and then they're going to unite, uh, unite with me and my country. And that's not happening because these people have found a different way to to produce and do things that they want to. But the key is, is that he felt pressure because Ukraine keeps talking about they want to be part of NATO mm -hmm. and he, mm -hmm. he doesn't want to want them to, to be a part of that. Not at all. That, that's one of his biggest talking points. He being Vladimir Putin is that he does not want Ukraine to become part of NATO. And his argument is that if they become part of NATO, then they'll have nuclear weapons pointed at Russia, his country. So that's a threat to his country. It's a it's a it's a BS argument, but that's kind of the argument he's making. Mr. Curry, uh, my question to you is because we do agree that he wants to uh, rebuild the USSR, but he cannot because, as I said, a lot of those countries are now NATO countries. So if he attacks one of those countries and tries to rebuild the USSR, that would trigger World War Three. Right. So what do you think with that said, we agree he wants to rebuild the USSR and cannot. What, what is the breaking point there? What do you think he's going to do? Well, I, I was just reading. I just got a, um, a, a news a news break on my phone about maybe an hour ago, and he's waving nuclear weapons. Mm. And so by him doing that, he's, he's threatening uh, the other countries. Like, look, if you come in and you come across my no-fly zone, I'm going to use a nuclear weapon. Now, if he does that, then we have some serious problems mm -hmm. on the horizon. Yes, we do. And so uh, I believe I believe uh, President Biden, um, along with NATO, they're going to have to do some preemptive, uh, you know, something to mm -hmm. to stop him because he is a madman. Well, Lindsey Graham recently said publicly, and Lindsey Graham is a member of the American government. Uh, Lindsey Graham said that we're going to have to assassinate him, take him out. Do you think that is at this point, let's just call it, do you think that's the only option here? 
They don't well, have to take I, Putin out. It's amazing that you said that because I'm looking at the Ukrainian people and I have, I, I mean, it is, it, it warrants my heart to see that the people are standing and the Ukrainian people are standing yes, for freedom. Are. Yes, they are. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with heavyweight boxing, but the Klitschko's mm -hmm. brothers mm -hmm. are Ukrainian. Mm -hmm. One is yes. the mayor. Yeah. Of, uh, uh, Kiev. Uh, Kiev. Not Kiev, of uh, Lviv. No, Lviv. Lviv, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the brothers have come together and they're, they're standing and they're fighting for their country mm -hmm. because of freedom, because of what the United States represents, the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, freedom of press. They want their freedom. Mm -hmm. And it's a God-given right to have their freedom. Yes, it is. Right? It is. It is. And it so is. my heart goes out to the Ukrainian people. Uh, shame on Vladimir Putin because he has that, that ideology, that, you know, that dictator type ideology. He wants to be uh, Vladimir uh, Lenin. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to be Joseph Stalin. Yes. And, yes, uh, yes, yes but I yes. do want to point out mm -hmm. that America did go back on, on some of the things that they said they were going to do. Yes, they did. Today, I want to, I'll let you have the floor, Todd. Let me just say, which, what he's referring to is in 1994, Ukraine had nuclear weapons. But in 1994, the United States went to them and said, hey, give up those nuclear weapons. The United States, along with um, the uh, United NATO. Kingdoms. Yeah. A few other countries went to Ukraine and said, hey, give up those nuclear weapons and we got your back to make sure nobody ever invades you. So the United States does kind of like owe them one because they gave up their nuclear weapons if you, with the promise from the United States that we would always protect them from an invasion. Go ahead, uh, Todd. Well, yeah. Th and then part of that uh, switched because we went into different other countries and to bring them into to NATO and uh, Putin was like, wait a minute, that's not what you said you were going to do, because that was part of the reason that they gave up the nuclear weapons. So uh, he was he's upset about that. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I don't know and I don't understand is why is it that we don't have somebody uh, constantly talking to him about, hey, these are some different alternatives. I, I, I don't understand why we didn't do that. <laughs> it, 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 I, I don't know where he's going with this. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because I was having a conversation with my, one of my friends earlier, like who would be the mediator? If there was a mediator, who would go in there and could talk to Vladimir Putin and tell him to stand down on this? Um, someone suggested Donald Trump said because Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin have such a good, solid relationship. No, Donald Trump's maybe Donald an idiot. Trump. No, um, no. I, so I'm going to throw this question to the panel. Do you guys think that if um, Donald Trump was currently the president, do you think Vladimir Putin would have still tried to invade another country? Do you think anything different would be going on right now if Donald Trump was the president? And I'm going to start with you, Mr. Curry. What do you think? Do you think leadership right now in the White House has anything to do with this? Um, I believe so. I believe that from uh, Vladimir Putin's um, perspective, and standpoint as the current administration with uh, President Biden, he probably sees him as a weak president of the United States. And so... Um, and I, I was thinking about this the other day, why he, as when uh, Donald Trump was president, um, why he didn't try it then? Why now? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they have a rapport, you know, some mm -hmm. type of rapport mm -hmm. um, that he has with, with Donald Trump. And uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Vladimir sees uh, President Biden is weak. And so he decided to put his plan in place um, at this point in time. I'm sorry, go ahead, Ty, you want to say I, something I, like that? I think one of the things that uh, Putin wasn't thinking about is uh, weather. 
and and also uh, supply because he thought he was just going to walk right in, yeah. and he's been cut off his supply line uh, to continue his fight. So I think one of the things that we can do when I say we, uh, the people, not NATO, but just people who want to help out Ukraine is to make sure that they get food and all the other things, but also weaponry to, to stop him from bringing in the uh, gasoline and food to his. And, and the funny thing, they've captured multiple, and I don't know if this is propaganda, but they've captured multiple soldiers and they all thought that all they were going to do is uh, training. They thought training. they were training, yeah. So they're not prepared. And if you look at some of their outfits, their uniforms, it's not for that type of weather. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have like real thick coats on and and the ammunition. And obviously they don't have uh, the gasoline, mm-hmm. to, the petrol to keep their war going. Mm-hmm. You, I, I think it's obvious that Vladimir Putin didn't read the history books of what happened <laughs> with Hitler doing because he tried to invade Russia right. and all of his weapons froze and his military men froze on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out. <laughs> so, right. I just want to point yeah, out. It's, one even, more thing. It's, it, it's even funnier than that. It's it's a lot of those soldiers. Like I've seen reports where a lot of those soldiers, those Russian soldiers, that get into Ukraine and their tanks are running out of gas and they have no gas station in the. Uh, Ukrainian civilians are literally pulling up on them, videotaping them, laughing at them like you guys are stuck in the middle of nowhere in a tank and Vladimir Putin's not sending anyone to help you. So I do agree that Vladimir Putin thought this was going to be much easier than it is. Actually, it's not as easy as he thought it was going to be. But let's not um, forget that Vladimir Putin does have enough weaponry to go in there and demolish that entire country and turn it into a parking lot anytime he feels like it. And not to mention one of the largest nuclear power plants in Europe is in Ukraine. And it's recently come under control of Russia. Chernobyl is the name of it. So there's, there's a lot of intricate details in here strategically that I just think Vladimir Putin didn't think through because if that nuclear power plant blows up like it almost did because it was bombarded, Chernobyl, yes. it, yeah, it was bombarded. I mean, they was shooting at it, shooting it's at like it, shooting at it. Situation. Yeah, had that happened, that would have wiped out most of his country, Russia, in a nuclear catastrophe. So I do agree he didn't think it through, but I want to go back to what Mr. Curry said about leadership in Washington and Joe Biden is the reason because I hear people, a lot of people say that it's the weakness on Joe Biden why he did this. I disagree with that. I think the reason he saw weakness in the United States, I do agree. Putin saw weakness in the United States. I think it's because of what happened on January the 6th. I think it was the Donald Trump supporters, those hillbillies that ran up in the Capitol on January the 6th and breached our Capitol for the first time in our history. I think that made Vladimir Putin look at America and go, wow, those guys are weak. They allowed a bunch of hillbillies to run up into their United States Capitol. Okay, that would never happen to the Kremlin. There would never be a bunch of civilians running into the Kremlin like that. So I always push back when I hear him say, he, it was weakness on Joe Biden's part. I think it was weakness on the Republicans' part and Donald Trump supporters' part. What do you say about that, Mr. Curry? Well, I don't. I don't think it was weakness by that particular incident of what happened um, on January six. And my my question of back in my mind about January six: Are we going to rehash this every single year? January six is it going to be like a holiday or something? Because, we, <laughs> well, my answer to that, when I hear that, and I'm sorry to cut you off, I'll let you finish. When people say oh, we're always going to bring up January the 6th, my answer is as long as it's true, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that's true in the United States, but we don't bring it up every 
single opportunity that we can, right? I mean, because think about it. January 6th, mm -hmm. it was a, a day of infamy. As, Absolutely. As, I was going to ask you, yeah, was that a, a day, day of infamy? infamy as okay, the so we agree it was a day was, of infamy. So you don't a, agree it was a day of infamy? I was going to ask you that question. You don't agree it was that a, was the day of infamy? It was a, it was a, a bad look for America. Was it a day of infamy? It was a bad look was for America. It, a day it was a bad look for America. <laughs> so you want to answer that question? <laughs> it's a bad, it was a bad <laughs> look for America. <laughs> okay, Todd, was that a day that will live in infamy? And when I say infamy, that the only other day in American history to live in infamy was the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which got us into World War II. No, that, no. That's so, not true. Whoa, no, 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 that's not true. Wait, well, well, give me another example. Wait, wait. The day the Kennedy was shot. Uh, that, the uh, that, that pales in comparison to what happened on Pearl Harbor. But no, no, it doesn't. No, wait, no, it wait, doesn't. wait, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. No, mm -hmm. because we didn't know when Kennedy was shot if we were going to be attacked by, by Russia, Cuba. We didn't know. Okay, fair enough. But then, to, to the question, was wait, it January 6th living in for me? Does January 6th live in It was a bad mark. On American okay, so history. also 9-11. So you, you, you okay, you fair enough, that. fair enough. There are other days in infamy, but January the sixth was but the why day is that January we Why is January sixth such a day of infamy? It was a bad mark in American history because it was the a first time mark. the Capitol was ever breached. The Capitol wasn't breached ever in history. That was our first time that the United States Capitol was breached, and it was breached within by a bunch of hillbillies. That's well, why I, I, I don't. I don't want to call it a bunch of hillbillies because uh, I, I I do want to say it was a bunch of white folks. Mm -hmm. I, I don't mm -hmm. want to say hillbillies because if we know if they were I, black I, I folks, say, they wouldn't have never even made it to the. They would have got yeah, killed. Yeah, 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 they would yeah, all got we, slaughtered. We, we, yeah, we understand. Yeah, they and, all again, I still yeah. don't understand why they were climbing the wall when they could have took the steps, but that's a whole other thing. So, uh, no, it, it, it is an infamy. Okay, and, and and it it's a bunch of people that were protesting something that they thought that, and they were kept being told. But see, that's what this, this, this is. This is why we're in the situation that we're in in America, this is why we have this great divide in America right now, because the Democrats don't understand that we're living, we're losing as Americans, as Americans, we are losing our freedom of speech, our freedom of religion, and our freedom of press. That is what's happening in America right now. And why is and that? Why, why are we losing? Let's start with freedom of the press. Is Wait it a Donald minute. Trump? Why don't we deal, deal with facts. Deal we, with facts. With, you lost. You lost, dude. Yeah. You lost. But we're not talking press? about. We're Who not talking about. Press? We're not. We're not talking about uh, the election. Mm -hmm. We're just talking about uh, what's happening in America right now. We're losing our freedom of speech. We're losing our freedom of religion. We're we're losing okay, our freedom of press. And then you. And then you. And then. President Joe Biden, he's talking about give up, uh, 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 give up your individual rights for the good of others. What? Right. Give up your individual rights? Fair enough. But let's go one by no, one. No, no, let's, let's talk about okay, it. Let's, let's talk enough. about let's talk. it. We're talking about the reason why the United States Constitution was implemented and put in place. We're talking about the father, forefathers of mm -hmm. John Adams, mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson, mm -hmm. John Hansen. We're, we're talking about the fathers, the framers of Everyone our country, and we're losing our freedoms. Okay, let me what, say this. What, wait, wait, can we be more specific? What freedom? Yeah, yeah, losing? that's what I want to start. Let's break down. Okay, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let me let me interject real quick, and I'll let you give you floor back. First of all, everybody you just named, Adams and all those, they all were slaveholders who owned black people who wouldn't have liked you and I to see that had this conversation in the first place. So let's just start there. Secondly, um, the the reason. By uh, the way, John Hanson was not. Uh, white. He was a black man. I just want to plug that. And he was the first president of the United States. And there were eight presidents before 
George Washington. Okay, but everybody's that. okay, but everybody's whose signatures on the Constitution were slaveholders. Okay, let's just plug that. Now, let, let me say this to you just real quick. You, you but John you said, Hansen wasn't a slave and he was a black man. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No, wait. I want to, but 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 <laughs> along on. with that, yeah. No, I, wait. No, no, no. no let's let's the, talk you, about facts. People keep talking about the right. Let's talk about facts. Here's John Hansen. Here's the first president of the United States of America. John Hansen, 1781 to 1782. He was the man that implemented, and that's why we celebrate Thanksgiving okay, if he every was the year. First president, he's the first president. Why is he on the dollar States? bill? George Washington. He's on, on the, the back of the two dollar bill. If you flip the two dollar bill over and you look at Congress, you're going to see a black face, and that's this man right here. Okay, so he's John Hanson. But of back. course, of course, you know, in America, we whitewash history when it comes to black folk. Okay, but we, we let's call fair fair. The first president of the United States was George Washington. No, well, come on, you man. You not agree with well, that? This, okay, this, yeah. it says here. Let me read it. Let me read it. Let me read it. John Hanson, a black man, a Moor. John Hanson was the first president of the United <laughs> States from 1781 to 1782. Remember, there wasn't a four-year term president doing. It was eight presidents before George Washington because they only served one year. John Hanson, a president of the United States Continental Congress, and some of those who claim John Hanson had to been the first president of the United States. They also hold the American Hansen was black. Hansen as a president ordered all foreign troops off American soil. Hmm, that sounds like 1776. That sounds like the Revolutionary War. Paul Revere, the British are coming. The British are coming. You remember that? <laughs> you remember that, right? Right? Yeah, okay. Right? Hold on. Hold on, brother. As well as removal of all foreign flags. This sounds like he believes in the separation of church and state. And it says that this was quite a feat, considering the fact that so many European countries had a stake in the United States since the day following Columbus. Hansen established the Great Seal of the United States, which all presidents have since been required to use on all official documents. President Hansen also established the first Treasury Department, the first Secretary of War, the first Foreign Affairs Department. Lastly, he declared the fourth Thursday of every November was to be Thanksgiving Day, which we still celebrate today. So kudos to John Hansen, a brother, hey, first president. I love yeah, it. I, I, I shout out to John Hansen. I've hey, never Hansen. heard of Johnson before I today. I think that's a wonderful story. a wonderful story. But George but Washington is the first, the first president. president of the United yeah, States. Uh, but yeah. I was going to say, that's a wonderful story, but so is the story oh, of Spider-Man. Story. Like, the Spider-Man yeah. oh, story is a great story, oh, oh, too. Okay. Like, I don't truth know the truth, but this yeah. is what happens when you but, bring truth. But I know right. the fact is that the first president of the United States was George Washington. Like, that's just not debatable in any stretch of the imagination. Like, that's just so far left that I can't even far fathom left? to think. Yes. Far left? Well, how are you saying yeah. far left? And yeah. Listen, and I'm not saying all Democrats. I'm not saying all Democrats. Mm-hmm. But the majority of Democrats with this liberal ideology, they're mm-hmm. really hitting socialists. Really. Okay. Um, my question was: like, You said we're losing for you. We're, name we're, the, we, yeah, you name the, oh, yeah, that, yeah. We're losing. Get back to that. Okay, let's, yeah, let's, let's get back to that. Let's yeah, topic. yeah. Before we went into the let's commercial about John Hansen, we, we <laughs> <laughs> you said we were losing some certain things. You said freedom of speech and freedom of press. I want to start with freedom of press. Okay, isn't it Donald Trump and the Republicans who attack the media more than anything else? And for those who don't know, in the Constitution, we have freedom of press. That's why there's a the media. But Donald Trump 
Trump attacks the media, he coined the term fake news. So if anybody is causing us to lose any constitutional right, meaning freedom of press, like you just said, it's Donald Trump and the Republicans. So let, let, let me ask you this question. Do you, do you not agree with that? Let me ask you this question. Uh -huh. Let me ask you this question. Well, answer my question is before it, you ask a question, please. You can't answer okay. the question. Right. question. A ask the question about... Answer, yeah, and then I'll answer uh, yours. Yeah. Okay, Thank go you. Go Absolutely. So answer my question. Is it not Donald Trump and the Republicans who have a constant assault on the media, a constitutional right, freedom of press? Since we're losing it, isn't it the Republicans that are forcing us to lose it? No, not at all. Todd, what do you think? Todd, what do you think? Come on, really? I, I think really? I, I think, come on, man. I think Donald weird. Trump uh, <laughs> has put in his own ideology about how the press should work and it should work for what he, he says. Yes, yes. So to, to so say- So well said. It, it, it's, it's- One person. It's, it's, isn't that not attack though? Is that an attack, Todd? Well, one person? But but it's- One it's person not, who used to be the president of the United States. It, it, it's an attack <sighs> on his vision of how things should go. It should go, anything that I say that I feel at the time is right, because I might say something on Tuesday and Thursday, I'm gonna say something else. Well, that sounds like President Biden. Uh, in what? In what regard? Yeah, please. Yeah. In what regard? Can you be more specific? You just illustrated. Mm -hmm. I take it you're a Republican. <laughs> you think? No, I'm asking. I, I don't know. Really? No, I, I'm. So, so you're a Republican? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Fair enough. Red, white, and blue, through okay. and through. Okay, okay. I, I have a question for you, uh, Mr. Curry, and yeah. I respect the fact that you're a Republican, but how can you be a Republican when the Republican Party stands for the and supports the Confederate statue stand in place and every Confederate flag stand in place? Come on, now. How could you support a party that supports the Confederate flag? But not Confederacy? all. Nah, I got to stop and, you. Not and, all Republicans. Come on, hang on. Man, that's man. weak. You, okay. That's the that's, same that, thing that's... you just did with, 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 with President Trump. <laughs> you painted everybody with one brush. That's not fair and that's not true. Everybody has an individual. But doesn't Donald Trump support the Confederate statue stand in place? Does he not support that? Of course he Has does. Has he come out publicly and said he really yes. supports the statue? Yes. He's, he's come out publicly. He yes. had a press conference and said this. Yes. When he when? said... Quit, let's, let's look in the archive. Okay, I, I, I'll quote him. When he said there's good people on both sides, he said Robert E. Lee was a great man and that statue should not come down. I he, Those are his words. He said that about the general of the Confederacy. So how could you support a guy who supports someone who wanted you to be in chains how right you, now? How, how, how can you support a president that is being... Once again, you're asking a question with a question. Can you please give an answer? Please. I, let me, let me, I'm going to answer your question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Question. Okay. It is my individual right as a Republican. You mm -hmm. cannot put my ideology with President Trump's ideology. He is that man. You cannot paint us with the same brush. I believe that every single person born in America have a right to to of their own liberty of conscience to mm -hmm. make their own decision. That's what the United States the United States Constitution represents: our individual freedoms. Okay, and stop well, we grouping agree us. We, we agree. agree yeah, we agree that. with that. But the question is, how can you support someone? But let, uh, since you didn't want to answer that question, I'm gonna ask you another question. You said individual freedom. Yes. Republicans, you guys are against abortions. Isn't it a woman's individual right to choose whether she has abortion or not? You just said you're for individual rights, and so I'm a totally. So, and I'm glad you asked that question. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm a totally against abortion. We're killing, we're killing but what? But you just said individual America, rights. And America, just and it, said it, individual right, I'm saying, but, but yeah, individual, but this is my individual thought also. 
Okay, and but, I, I'm totally against abortion because it's murder. It's simply it's murder. But what about the woman who's going to carry a child? And we're talking 30, 40 million abortions a year in America. Do we think about the babies? Okay. Or but, it's all about, I mean. But what, what about individual it? rights? What about the I woman? I believe we should have individual rights. So, so should the woman not have a choice? Should yes. that be her choice? Doesn't she yes. have the right yes. to it's choose? Yes, it's her decision. It's her body. It's her decision. Okay. But I'm saying, you, you, you asking me as a person, as an individual now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm me, Rodney L. Curry, I'm against abortion. Mm -hmm. And always have been and always will be against but, abortion. But it's that woman's individual right to make that decision if she decides to abort that child. It's her individual right. Go ahead, That's what makes that. America so, so great. What about, but what about an incest, rape? And, yeah, what and like, like I said, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's that individual right to make that decision. However that baby was born, it's still that woman's right to make that decision. My personal preference is I'm against abortion. So okay. your personal preference has been against it. So and if you were in politics, meaning if you had the power to ban that abortion, would you ban that abortion if you had the power to? If I, mm, that's a great question. Thank you. I, I'm going to have to sleep on that one. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to infringe upon anyone else's individual freedom. <laughs> okay. So, but I would have to sleep on that one. I'm not going to answer that right now. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Can I answer it? Yeah, please, Todd. Absolutely. Uh, in rape, incest, I think. That, and they're it, terrible. They're just a terrible thing. It's tragic for, for the woman to be, to have to have that linger there, there that needs to be an option i too am against abortion but i also know that there are some people that once they get here and if there's not any warmth and love within that situation uh i, I don't know do we pay for that person do, by them going to jail and doing all these other things but again that's just one scenario there's other scenarios where people get adopted and their lives change forever. But it's sort of like with black people, you don't get a whole lot of black folks uh, that are adopted. It just doesn't happen a lot. Just that's so want to put that, 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 that out that, there. That is so true. Speaking that's so of true. black people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, we, we got a war going on and we had some students uh, that were trying to get on a train to go to Port, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Poland. Poland. They're trying to go to Poland. Yeah. Trying to go to hmm. Students, mm -hmm. you know, people educated, students, mm -hmm. professors, mm -hmm. and they were denied. So there's a part of me that's saying, well, wait a minute. So we got Americans saying, hey, I feel sorry for you and doing all this, but then. But they're uh, showing racism. They're showing, yeah, racism. They're showing racism over there. Yes. Yes. So yes. is NATO going to be racist now? That's a good question. And that'll be a good segue into my next question to the Republican on the panel is racism. The Republicans have never once sent a person of color to the top of the ticket. The Democrats have sent two. Now, I don't agree. I do agree that there's racism in both parties, Republicans and Democrats. I'm not one to think that all oh, the Democrats are just the best. They're racist, too. But they are trying their best. OK, they sent Barack Obama to Washington, D.C., and they sent Kamala Harris. The Republicans have not sent anybody even close to the top of the ticket. So obviously, in my personal opinion, the Republican Party are in bed with the races. I'm not going to say they are all races, but they're clearly in bed with those races. As a, a black Republican, how is it that you can support a party that not all of them are racist, but they clearly have a, a large portion of their base who are straight up racist? Well, you know, it's it. 
it takes that individual or a group of people to make a change. I mean, America, we were, as black folk, we were once in slavery for 400 years. Mm -hmm. But then God raised a man up by the name of Honest Abraham Lincoln mm -hmm. that signed the Emancipation Proclamation in, in 1863. But we know that some slaves didn't know that they were free until 1865. That's why we have the Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yes. So it takes that individual or a group of people to make the change. We can talk about change all day, but if we're not putting our stuff making a, a step toward change, then it'll never change. We're just talking about it. And so it needs to be, the, the Republican Party is not perfect. We have a lot of issues that we need to iron out to make it better. So those that don't know that Lincoln was a Republican, just want to point that out. Exactly, he was Republican. Yeah, he was. He and, was and, 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 yeah. and he yeah. signed the Emancipation and Proclamation. And he signed the Emancipation Proclamation as a Republican. He did, he did. And but, so my, 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 my question to you is, why are you a Democrat when we were free by a Republican? Right. Okay. I because love I already know. I already know. Well, no. First I, yeah, of all, I, I want to address that because I, I love it when I hear the Republicans try to say, "Well, you know, Lincoln was a Republican. He freed the slaves." True. That. Fair enough. You got me on that one. But it switched in 1964 when Lyndon Baines Johnson no, signed. No. 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 No, well, no. Let me finish. Let no, me finish. Yes. No, it it, it no. switched. The party switched when he signed the Voting Rights Act in 1964. That's when the, the party switched. So ever since 1964, the Republican Party have been the the Dixiecrats, the racist wing of the American political party no. and the Democrats have been leaning more towards equality and equal rights. And I'm going to break that all the way down for you real quick. Okay. The Republicans believe on their agenda, something called status quo. That means everything stays the same. The way it is, is the way it is. Quote, Donald Trump, make America great again. Meaning back when it was the white man only, he wanted to take it back to that. Liberals, Democrats, the reason to answer his question, the reason I am a Democrat is because our agenda is progressives. That's why they call us progressives. We believe in moving forward. The Republicans want to stand still. How can you, Mr. Curry, be a part of a party that wants to take us back to the Jim Crow era? Well, first and foremost, and I, and I just uh, had illustrated earlier that the Republican Party needs a change, a major facelift. Absolutely. An overhaul. Yes. Right? Page one rewrite, if you ask me, but go ahead. Go ahead. And so we can talk about this, about the Republican Party all day long, but until we start making changes, then it's still going to be the status quo, as you just alluded to. Mm -hmm. But I believe that the Republican Party will change and, and will be diverse. When? When? Starting with me. How about that? Okay. All right. Hey, that takes that individual. Right. Let's make a change. Let's make a change because it, Michael, I, I do want to point out ahead, though, Ty, AOC. One of the things that AOC I, being as Alexandria Casio Cortez. Yeah. One of, one of the things that was frustrating to me is when she did not want Amazon to come into New York. So you have no money, and then mm. you have another opportunity to make money. You have no money. No, I don't have any money. But we don't want you in here because I, I, I didn't understand that. That, to me, was disgraceful because you had opportunity to bring in one of the largest companies in the world into an area that's impoverished where you say we need job, job, jobs, and there aren't any jobs. So that sounds like Compton. 
Well, we'll, we'll get. We to gonna that. get to that. Yeah. Okay. Well, well he let, said it so, but, but yeah, let's dive a, right a, into that. that. Yeah, so, let's just jump to into me, that. That was just silly, and, and I do agree with that. That was what Todd is pointing out is a, a huge mistake a Democrat made. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is a Democrat Democrats. congresswoman, Democrat Democrats congresswoman from New York, plural, more than one. And uh, Amazon was gonna bring a facility in, which would have given jobs to tons of poor, broke, black and brown people Over in her 15, district 000. in New York, and she deaded the deal. And Amazon didn't come in. I agree to that. That was just some dumb because shit. Because that's what the Democrats believe in. Big government, yeah, that, yeah. you know, handouts, not hand us, but it continue to hand out. You, you give all this free money and it's going to cause people not to want to work. If you become lazy, you become indifferent. And this is what we have. Mm -hmm. And that's what the that's what the Democrats represent. Why is it that every urban city that's ran by Democrats, you got crime, you got murder, you got mayhem. Why is that? Okay, that, well, and that, 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 that analogy, I can't Yeah, go and with. I got to push back on because that. Because, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's take a look, let's take cities, a look at it. Look, I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from the city of Compton. Compton is, has, has, has grown a lot. And it's a democratic city. And it's, it's a democratic it's city. Democratic. But we look, let's Shout look at the- Emma Sharif. Let's look at the educational piece in Compton because you said we're going to do a segue. Yes, let's, let's go right into the educational. Go ahead. Why, why are all the career technical education programs- being pushed away, mm -hmm. taken over the cliff in Compton. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why is it that the kids don't have an opportunity to learn an optimal trade while they're in middle school or even in elementary school and take that same trade that they learn and then when they graduate day one, they go right into the professional industry or whatever it is. Is the funding there for that? It was supposed it to be. It was supposed there to be. In 2017. It's supposed but, to be. Wait, but but go back to. Go ahead, Todd. Here's my question to, to you, mm -hmm. Mr. Republican, about vocational schools taking away or the vocational education in the city of Compton. Why was it taken away? Not, not just in the city of Compton. That's a great question. Not just in the city of Compton, but why is this happening in all the urban areas across America? Why? Why? Why is it's that? pipeline the prison mentality because if you're taking away programs such as plumbing electricity career technical education and every kid is not going to college let's let's be yeah, agree sure. about agree, that agree and we do right? have a mm -hmm. major airport right down the street from right? compton so LAX. matter of fact um when kids graduate from high school only about five percent of them kids out of out of out of 100 kids five percent five kids ten kids are going to go to college and then how many are going to actually graduate right so the majority of the kids are going into the workplace why are you taking away these career technical education programs for these kids so they can actually uh be independent and support themselves and if they decide they want to go to college they can still Make some money and pay their way through college. Okay, so that's why, the American so way. Did, I want to hear so the answer. So why are they? Because so that is a very they? good question. That's so a very why good are, question. Why, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that, Mr. Well, Kirk? from my personal experience, mm -hmm. it's all about money and greed. Um, uh, teaching in Compton for 22 years and being a career technical education teacher, mm -hmm. when I was submitting uh, requisitions to get equipment, it was like I had to go s write the Gettysburg Address <laughs> <laughs> just to get one piece of equipment or some supplies. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Mm -hmm. Because in Compton, from my experience, I found out that it's not about the kids. It's about the money. The money to the politicians? The money, the money, the money not going down to the kids and for these programs to keep these Where's programs it going? alive. So you're saying it's going into the well, pockets let, of the let, politicians? Well, let, well, 
possibly in some of the, the pockets of the politicians, but it wasn't going into the school sites. For instance, when I was at Dominguez in 2003, mm -hmm. uh, our school was being refurbished and we have the monies to, to get the school refurbished. I remember the principal at the time, he, I walked into his office and he had a blueprint and he had a, a, a small scale of what the school was gonna look like once the school was gonna be refurbished. The school was allocated $17.5 million. Hmm. But did we get $17.5 million worth of work? No, we got nothing. We're supposed to get a brand new math and science building for the kids. We're supposed to get a brand new auditorium because Dominguez does not have an auditorium to this day. And this is in 03, so this Omar Bradley was the mayor then, right? This is 03. Was that's when Omar Bradley was the mayor? Uh, Am I correct? I'm not sure who was the mayor I think at it, that time. I think it was Omar Bradley. So, uh, so back to my original question, where did that money go? $17 million. It had to go. The politicians oversee that money, right? Well, the, exactly. So, so the administrators... Just, the administrator, just so you understand, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's Omar Bradley was is not a control He's, of the school exactly. district. He's the mayor the school of the school district mm -hmm. is a is whole a separate, other separate entity. Separate entity. So Omar Fair doesn't enough, have any... But Omar had, had persuasion and pressure. Oh, he had some cronies over there, I would have Well, yeah. Right? Okay, okay. But, I, I get this. But as far as, as far as him being mayor and, and actually being he over the district, no, he didn't have, have he doesn't have that power. Money, money so he, he can he, have no cronies over there, none of his homeboys I can't say there. he didn't have any cronies, but I'm just okay. saying as a mayor. He doesn't, right, no, he so didn't I understand he didn't have any control governmental-wise. I get that right. part, but he, he still had a lot of influence in that city at the time. And just for those who don't know, Omar Bradley was Suge Knight's right-hand man. He was Suge Knight's boy. They grew up together. So he ran the city of Compton back then like Suge Knight ran death row. He ran it the exact same way. That's why to this day, the city of Compton does not have a police force because the, back then it was a lot of corruption going on. But I'm, go ahead, Mr. Curry. I'm sorry. Um, as, as far as the uh, career technical education, a mm -hmm. lot of programs, and I can say definitely at Dominguez High School, mm -hmm. um, at the at the upper echelon, at the at the height of Dominguez High School when it came to ROPCT programs, we had at least you know ten to twelve programs. Mm -hmm. uh, now today, I heard we only have like three, four yeah. programs. Yeah. Why is that? You think this is yeah? My question once again is: This a, a Democrat problem? Is that what you're saying? The Democrats aren't Republicans would do better. Well, is that what uh, you're saying? Well, let me just say this. Well, mm -hmm. who's in power? Democrats. Democrats. Democrats are in power. There's not Republicans in power. So, what would you do if you were in power over there? What would you do differently? Oh wow! That just get a, an audit would be the first. Well, you got to start with. <laughs> I mean, that. I would imagine you got to know where the been. money's at, right? No, no, Michael. That that's the level of frustration for a lot of people in the area, because again, I, I keep bringing up the airport. Um, when you have vocational education, it, it, you can go get the job where you can feed your family. And it, it's literally 22 minutes away. You can drive down the street to the airport and there's all types of jobs that are available there. And the LAX is looking for the new group of people to come in and they're not coming from the city of Compton. Okay, you said an audit. Who would have to execute that audit? Would that have to come from the county? From um, I would have the district I, I would have no. I would have an who, independent who, agency, outside agency. But who would have to authorize? Who would sanction that? Who would authorize it? Who would have to force that? The well, school the board. Well, the school, well, the school board, board would have to do it. But I don't think this school, present school board. Would okay, do so it. go above the school board. You have to go above. You have to go to state. state. Yeah, the state. The, uh, so you can go to the county. You can go to the local. I would go. I would go to the state. I would go to state. So you have to go to Governor Gavin. So why haven't you gone to Governor Gavin? Newsom yet to say audit the uh, Compton, see where that money. Well, going. first of all, Gavin, when when this happened, I went to I went to Department of Education, and I think I can't remember who the the uh, superintendent of public schools was at the time, but I went to that office and I took pictures 
of all the stuff that Dominguez, I mean, it was just a lot of shoddy work right. um, that had happened at Dominguez. So it you was, gathered the dangerous. information. Who did you get the information to? You gathered um, all the I, 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 I sent pictures to, uh, at, the, at that time, I believe it was Tom Turkelson. Um, also, I sent uh, pictures at that time when um, President Obama, I believe he was in office. I can't remember if it was Obama or not. Oh, I think it was Obama. So you I only, sent it to the White House. You sent it to yeah. Obama. And also, um, who was the other part? Uh, uh, Governor uh, Jerry Brown. And okay. the only response I got was from President Obama's office. And, and how did that go? Um, he said that it, it was basically not in his level at the federal level. I had oh, to so you got a response, but no action. You no got action. no action. Yeah. Okay. No action. So if, if, if what you're saying is factual and, and $17 million, let's just go with that number, is is not allocated correctly, you would think there would be a lot of pressure from people than just you. Why do you think you don't have any allies in putting pressure on? Because if more than just you, if several people would have put pressure on Gavin Newsom's office for that audit, I think that audit would get done. Well, you got to realize that we're, we're talking about the city of Compton and most- well, the, the Fed's always in the city of Compton. Let, trust me, I know that firsthand. Well, the Feds are always but I'm leaning on the city the, of Compton, I'm, I'm okay? Talking about, I'm talking about at the grassroots level. I'm talking about with the, the, the parents. Um, the parents have the power, but they don't realize how much power they have. But, you know, Compton is a hardworking city. The citizens work hard. They go to work. But why is so, it? Why are you the only person blowing the horn over $17 million, though? Why aren't there more people blowing that, seven, that horn about funds not being allocated correctly? Uh, that's a good question. A lot of folks, it's, it's, you're talking confidence, so you're talking about a fear factor there at the, at the same time. Um, and I made the decision that I'm going to stand for these kids, and it cost me my job. They closed my program. They tried to, I went on, a, this was a March 10th, March 10th, March 11th, 2015. I went to the school board. And I voiced my, uh, uh, what was going on with my students and what was going on at Dominguez about how the, the, the young ladies, they were in the nursing program. And they would go do their clinical, go off campus and do their clinical. And when they come back, it was dark there at night. There was no security. There was nothing there it's for these young girls. And so you did wave the blue uh, horn. And oh, because yeah, if oh, you yeah. blow and in I the do horn, you're oh, yeah. Michael, just to clarify, right, you, 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 you did make the comment that you are doing this. Um, do you have any credentials as being the number one teacher in the city of Compton? Yes, yes, sir. Oh, um, what year was that? 2015. I was presented uh, Teacher of the Year from, at the time, Mayor Asia Brown um, at the Dollar High School. Shout Center. out to Asia Brown. Shout out to Asia Brown. Mm -hmm. uh, and Van, her husband. And her husband, Van. Van. My homie, what's up, Van? Yep, what's up, Van? Um, from Pasadena. <laughs> and so um yeah I, I was totally uh just it was a great day it was a high day um and i i, I thank asia brown and ben okay so and, that was two 2015 yeah. 2017 you went up to sacramento no that was in 2000 and okay you couldn't get support from asia let's just start there you couldn't get because if you got asia brown riding with you saying hey it's a lot of horrible things going on i think you could have got some traction why can you get an ally like asia brown to go well, with when, you in 2003 asia brown was in the mayor of Compton at that time and so we're talking uh the refurbishing of dominguez high school um of the 17 and a half okay right but you could still blow the flag and say hey this needs to be an audit Correct. to take place over there in the city of compton and if you're not getting well you know you, you know people people you know talk is cheap people will say they're gonna do a lot of things but you don't put any action behind it then what do you have mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. i made the i made the individual 
you know, America, freedom, my individual, I made that individual decision that I'm going to stand for these kids because I was tired of going to funerals. Mm -hmm. I was tired of seeing my young men and young ladies being killed in the streets of Compton. Absolutely. Walking Absolutely. to and from school Absolutely. when it simply says in the echo that they're going to be responsible for when that kid step out of that front door of their house to and from school every day. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many funerals I went to in 22 years. Oh, I, so I, was, I can believe I, 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 I So believe I was really fed up and tired about it because the school board wasn't doing anything about it. Now, what would you do? So is that a Republican issue too? A Democratic issue, excuse me? The safety in Compton, the gun violence, I the think carnage? that's a people issue. It doesn't matter about what. So that, you what think that has nothing to do with politics? People, that's a people issue. So how would you fix that problem? How would you curtail the violence that takes place in urban communities all over the United States, but starting with your own kind. I would have, well, first you got to get people that has the same like-minded and passion for the caring, the consideration um, for these kids and for the families. You got to get in there. You can't, you're going to have to get in. You can't do it from the outside. You got to get in there. You got to get into the neighborhoods. And mm -hmm. there was plenty of times at, at night. I remember back in 2004, 2005, when I found out that uh, one of my students, they were going to do a drive-by. One of my students, I called a friend of mine who's a pastor. And I said, yo, they're getting ready to do this over in Kelly Park. So what did we do? We set up a midnight ministry that night. And we were out there talking to the people in the neighborhood mm, of Kelly Park. That's good. That's good. And so guess yeah. what? No one got killed that night. Mm -hmm. So more community involvement. You got to have more, more community, community involvement. involvement. Yeah. Why, is, is, the, is there a lack of community involvement over there right now? Well, like I stated earlier, you got you got working families in Compton. So, you know, they just they're trying to keep food on the table and the roof over their head. Mm -hmm. Do you right. think do you so, think systemic racism has anything to do with that? You think the system is designed to push people into a certain box so they act a certain way? Do you think that has anything to do with it? Well, I mean, racism is alive and well. I'm not going to say that it's not alive and well, but we, we're we're talking about the city of Compton where it is ran by 99.9 percent .9 black folk. Mm -hmm. So we can't talk about bloods and and on the crips when black on black is happening in the urban areas throughout the United States. We have black on black crime. So, and that's, so, we can't talk about how, how can we say black lives matter when we're gunning down our own brothers and sisters? We gotta take a look at the men in the mirror. We mm -hmm. gotta fix us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and so, but mm -hmm. we keep talking about black lives matter, but then we, we, killing, we killing each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so when there's a a a a a, a, a white officer on a uh, on a black kid, then all the media shows up. Mm -hmm. But when there's black on black crime, when when T Bone then shot Paco, then <laughs> there there's no news media. Right. Let me let me push back on that because I do agree, agree with a lot of what you just said. I agree that we should stop the carnage in the black community. Let me just say that. Yeah, black down. lives. We gotta stop. We we got. I disagree with that. I'm a proud supporter a, and believer joke, of Black Lives man. Matter. Then, then let's 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 start but, working with us. Let's take a look at let's look at me why, and you are brothers, you, why right? Do you say it's a joke. Wait, hang on, let me let me say this. First I'm gonna time. say it's a joke because because there's so many Chirac. Let's talk about Chicago. Any mm -hmm. given weekend, you're gonna have how, how many 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 black folks getting okay, killed. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Come on, let's but don't but you but know about the police. But the police. I'm not saying that there's no police that's not, brutality because I've been. I'm from Compton. I know about police brutality. Let me finish my thought. But it's one thing to say. Okay, black on black crime. I get that. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But you're a police officer. You have supposedly gone through where you learned, you talked, you did all this stuff. You don't need to choke people out. You don't no, need to kill that. people. You don't. You're right. So you, Absolutely. as a police officer, on another level, and you're supposed to be on another level, you're not 
the brother in this. The exactly. Blood, you're, me, you're supposed to be wonder. different. Hang on, let, let me address let me, that. Wait, 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 let me say this. Please, please, let me say this. Because I hate when I hear them say that. Whenever we point out the fact that the police are causing harm in our community, they always go, well, black people are killing each other. I, that's such a false equivalence because a number one, if a black person gets caught killing another black person, he goes to jail. If a cop kills a black person, he goes on a paid vacation. And, and, and okay, so there's a huge difference. And to always compare the police officers to the local gangbangers, shouldn't the police officers be held to a way higher standard than the local so, gangbangers? So, so every to be. time yeah, they should be. So every time we point out how horrible policing is in the black community, Republicans always push back and go, "Well, Chicago, you guys." always use chicago is your talking point okay is it in a fact we're talking about fact is it a fact yes is it's it a, a fact? fact that there's horrible carnage and it needs and it's to not stop. just chicago but absolutely. it's urban it's, it's urban communities across america right but let's start the conversation from the beginning a number one why are there urban communities in america because of years of racism and redlining why are all these black True. people concentrated in this one little area with no money no resources no anything of course they're gonna fight and shoot and kill each other they have nothing else to do of course, I don't. Why agree are we with that. why are we having this black on black on black crime when it comes to education in Compton? The school board is one hundred percent black. Well, you just said that it would have to start at the top, which is Governor Gavin Newsom. No, so but I'm sorry. Not I'm, as far as as far as the local level and the decisions that need to be made for our black and brown kids. Uh, it's not about that. It's about the dollar dollar bill, y'all. You remember the song? You from the? You remember the song yeah, from the eighties? Definitely, definitely, definitely. Let's definitely. Talk, let's drop about hip hop. We know about that song that was made. Cream, yeah, yeah. the acronym, cash rooms, everything yeah, around cream, me. Cream, get the money. That, exactly. And so, yeah, definitely. So that's it's all about the money, bro. Cash rules everything around, around me. Which is the acronym dollar for dollar bill, y'all. And the song went cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Go ahead. So we have that dollar dollar bill, y'all, but forget about the kids <laughs> mentality. But isn't that capitalism, though? Isn't that a, a so you American capitalism? The education of our kids. I don't agree with that, but they capitalize off the prisons. They capitalize off awards. They capitalize so they answer off this question all for me. Answer this question for me. Well, answer this question for me. Mm -hmm. Compton mm -hmm. High School, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a landmark, a monument, absolutely over a hundred years old. Yes, historic. Go with yes. The tar Historical, the tar yes. babe. Yes, yes. Right off of Cajun. <laughs> Between yes. Compton Boulevard and Alondra. Shout out to Compton High School. Shout and out to Compton High, High School. School. Shout out to the great football program. Shout out to the coach. <laughs> shout out to them kids. Yes. Yeah, winning the, winning the championship yeah. and don't have a high school. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Dre and Kendrick Lamar for representing the Super Bowl. Okay, no, no, speaking wait, of wait, Dr. Wait. Dre, hold on. Speaking <laughs> of Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre donated $10 million to USC. To, no, to Compton. To Com oh, okay. Compton. Okay, okay. For School of Performing Arts. But there's no school of performing arts ever built. Where, Where the money go? Where's Dr. Dre money? Hey, <laughs> Pop the school board. Where, I'm, I'm speaking for Dr. Dre. Where is Dr. Dre money? The $10 million he gave. Okay, Where well, that money at? well, we're going to do an audit. I'm going to work with you on that because I have a lot of connect. I have uh, some resources in the city of Compton, as does Ty. We're going to work with you. And I would like to see an audit to know where that money is going. Let's do it. If you're right. But if you're wrong, which Republicans normally are wrong, and I can't just remember, admit. Remember, what is, what I'm not your average Republican. I'm about to change, brother. Well, wait, 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 before you say he's wrong, what is, it, what is he wrong about? Well, Because we don't know where the money is. We don't know. The program is Yeah, yeah. So how is he wrong? I'm hoping trade, there's a worst rate 10 million. Well, <laughs> well let's find out. We, and we're okay. Either show him the money or show him the school. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we got to wrap and this show up. Him, and, and where's Compton High at? Bulldogs, nothing there. Uh, on the next okay, show, I promise yeah. you we're going to have answers for all those questions. I want to just thank my guests. It was a great conversation. Mr. Rodney Curry, a very passionate brother from Compton, and my man Ty Shore from Pasadena. Shout out to all my students that came through K-1, Dominguez High School, D-High in the house for life. What's up? <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> shout out to Compton. This has been a man's voice. I hope you enjoyed. Have a good day. Thank you.